it's all incredible. And it, I mean, you become this amazing teacher and sharing the information that you've uh, been able to bring into your own consciousness. But I, I'm curious before we talk about Peru and more of your work and what you did to me, <laughs> what you've done to me a couple of times, which has been amazing. But what is the status of your endometriosis to date? I am 51 years old. I have pain-free periods. They're normal and natural. And I don't have any of the symptoms that I did in my 20s, my 30s, and my 40s. And I I really do feel like I'm here to to teach uh, women of all ages, but especially premenopausal, menopausal women too, that we don't have to kind of like, well, it's just part of aging, but we can feel more vibrant and stronger and healthier and have more vitality and just juiciness in life because it's that's the conditioning that oh this is just what how how it goes but it's it's not so i am pain free my period you know it 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 was a lot of hard work and i did a lot of deep dives not just in the physical with acupuncture and massage and all of that but i went in and started looking at all of the limited thoughts and the beliefs Amazing. that i was holding and i was self-deprecation, beating myself up, wounding that happened from unconscious people saying and doing things that that really affect our, our psyche. Mm-hmm. So you got to do the deep dive, uh, you know, kind of skim over the top, but sometimes we got to get in there and see what's underneath it all. Absolutely. It well, it's such a beautiful story and such a testament to the possibility of wellness at any age, which is so inspiring. Yeah. So we're going to talk about what you did to me, but and I want and I want people to understand all these different offerings you had, not just what you did to me. Um, but you're going to Peru now, and you continue to go to South America. What's going on down there now? What I love about South America and um, and being in the Andes and my dear teacher Puma is they have the consciousness that we have seem to have forgotten in the United States, in the Western States, in the Northern Hemisphere. And it's just a matter of fact. And it is just that we are connected to all things and that this crazy time on the planet right now was prophesized. And it, it's part of a transitional time where we're moving towards a new era, a new consciousness, a new earth. We hear those words a lot. And it really is a new way of being on the planet, which is more around cooperation, co-creation, collaboration, harmony. But we, we have to go through the really difficult time right now, the old ways falling apart. And, you know, it's generations from now before we really see it. But what I learned down there is, um, a sense of wholeness, the same I felt in Belize, but this is like next level. Um, and learning that there, there's places where, you know, you can go someplace and go, I feel like I've been here before. I feel really comfortable here. Yeah. That land is very much medicine for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I, it's like, you can't even speak the words of how you feel when you're there. Mm-hmm. So then I get to bring that back and, uh-huh. and you know, it like activates something within me yeah well you certainly have something so let's start let's, <laughs> let's start moving into sharing with people with the viewers some of the how you actually deliver this and okay what did what have you done to me what have you done with me because 
I've had a lot of different healings and sampled a lot of different peoples over the course of my career. Did I say peoples? Peoples? <laughs> Anyhow, so I, I had some profound movement. I just mm -hmm. felt so much better. And you helped me shift something about the way I identify with my problems and realizing, oh, I was thinking that was mine and it isn't. And I thought I was pretty skilled at that. But you, you showed me something in terms of that awareness. But what did what did we do? What did me and you do when when you did your thing? I don't mean to diminish. I know it. it's like how do I put it? I don't know what the language is. I don't know what you call it. Well, in essence, we cleared out that which doesn't serve you. So that could be limited thought forms, limited beliefs. It could be stories that you made up. It could have been stories that were projected onto you. It could have been something that was just like, oh, that just runs in the family. So, so there's layers. It's not like you do have a session and you, you're amazing and liberated the rest of your life. Like we, we have layers that we can work on if we're willing to like pull our sleeves up and go, okay. So with you, you were, you know, you were having a trigger. So we're like, ooh, because we like to project onto the people in our lives that they're making us feel a certain way. Or if they would just change, I could be happy. But really where the magic is, is when we go, ooh, what within me is getting triggered? What is it that I need to be aware of right now? And how can I shift it within myself yeah. instead of needing someone else outside of you to change? Mm -hmm. And so we start to look at the beliefs because sometimes we think people are critical of us, but really it's our own self-criticism that we're projecting on them and they're just mirroring it back. So it can be really complicated in relationship with other people. But with you, it's not just uh, thoughts and, um, you know, emotions. There's energy that gets, uh, it's almost like magnetic. So if we're, we have suffering that we're unaware of, it will kind of magnetically attract heavy energy that's out in the atmosphere. And then we just start to feel like ugh, really depressed, bogged down, or oversensitive, or even um, anxious. All of these words that anxiety, depression, uh, people with anger issues, uh, feeling overwhelmed, you know, the list goes on and on. A lot of times it's just a disruption in the energy field. But when we get to the root of it, there's usually a core belief that's, that's not true. And so we work with your getting the, that out of the subconscious, working with it so that you have awareness. You can call it shadow work if you want. And shadow is essential. We, we, we need to work with it. It's, it's where we can, um, grow and evolve and so with you it was a combination of limited thoughts and beliefs and then working with the energy that had been held really long time in your body to the point where you had a physical reaction and a purge which happens a lot sometimes people I mean maybe you can speak to that what that felt like for you it's like some people just have to like yeah, either you talk about all the burping I did and needing to go to the bathroom and things like that. I mean, I'm, I'm just putting it out there so you don't have to say it. I know sometimes things yeah. are lodged so deeply into our belly that when we have a release, people can, uh, you know, yawn or feel like they want to burp or some people even go and, and purge and or they want to make sound or big emotions come out but it's so important because it's liberating the body from it which would just be holding it tight and that's what contributes to disease so with you we cleared it out you had some space and then we brought in the wisdom and we you didn't i mean i can channel stuff for people but what i like to do is help them access their intuition within themselves so that they can start looking for 
instead of looking outside of themselves, know that everything they're looking for is right within them. And it's through their intuition that their higher self or their spirit or their soul uh, can communicate as well as their spirit guides. And everybody has spirit guides, even well, if they don't see them or hear them. Yes. Well, I certainly felt shift, shift. I certainly felt different. And I certainly felt more peaceful. And I certainly felt like I had access to a more grounded part of my person. And these things that were kind of bothering me didn't bother me anymore. It just felt, I just felt very separate from it and could really see what was mine and what wasn't mine. So I think that's an extraordinary gift. And again, one of the things I love about this work is I can't, figure out what to call it. Now I know you have, and that's one of my favorite things about certain modalities that are really powerful. They come from places that are so, um, I don't know what the word is, but you can't define it with a word. It's a, it's a process, it's, a, it's something that's out there in the intangible world and you just receive it and you become a channel or a, something like you are. But you, thank goodness, have created some mechanisms that with labels on it, so people can say, "Karina, I am going to sign up for this, or I'm going to have this." So, what did you create? What are what are some of your offerings called, and what do they do for people, or what's the objective? Yeah, you know, I do one-on-one, um, -on -one and that, those are unique sessions, and then I also offer mentorships, and I think through all of the sessions and all of the individuals I was working with, there was a theme. And the theme was everybody was feeling a little bit out of control, overwhelmed, anxious, triggered, uh, the list goes on and on. And so when we can disengage from that stream of consciousness and unplug from it and really come back to that place of, of being feeling more calm and true, it is learning to trust your intuition because we all have it. But we've, we've been taught to override it with our mind and to ignore it. And so it, the mentorships that I teach help people access their intuition to learn how to trust it and to also to realize that they're not alone. And we do have spirit guides. And so I teach techniques where you can learn how to connect to your spirit guides, whether through journeying and seeing them or just hearing messages. And I teach what's called automatic writing where just like a poet or a songwriter goes, I don't know, it just flowed through me. We can do the same, just opening up our channel and receiving information. Is this part of the mentorship program where you teach connecting to spirit guides and automatic writing? And yeah, that's all part of the mentorship. And I obviously I teach about the guides with one-on-one -on -one because the guides show up, they, they show up. And I used to go, I don't see you. <laughs> I'm just going to do my massage that I learned. And then it's like, no, we're here to help you. And we've got messages that can help people feel that much more at peace and free and liberated. I'm like, well, oh, I get it. And at some point when we talk more, because there's so much to this, I'd love to hear your points of view about spirit guides and automatic writing, but we'll have to get to that another time. I'm sure people are going to be chomping at the bit to hear about that. But so you have the mentorship programs one in one and how long is a mentorship program? Is that you know, it's when we had the pandemic, it really changed. It used to be like commit for six months. We meet once a, a month and it's a collective of, of folks. And then we do some online stuff, but it really has changed. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to be offering anything again until the fall. And it's probably gonna be a hybrid of online. Um, 
and some in person. But what I found the the gift of the pandemic is now I I can do classes with people all over the world, mm-hmm. and it's happening. We're we're all getting more global. And whereas it used to be just local people in a room, now we can have people in many different time zones. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I do teach about intuition and, and connecting with your spirit guides. But um, I think one of the most important things is conscious empathy. It's just like being empathic, feeling what you're feeling, but being conscious about it. A lot of people get hijacked or overwhelmed and they, they're feeling things that aren't theirs or they're carrying emotions for others or they're feeling the collective fear and worry that gets amplified by media and politics and all the things that make us feel out of control. Yes. And so I really teach people to like disengage from that, find the truth within themselves. And then there's less, you're right, I'm wrong, I'm wrong, you're right. But like, oh, you have your truth, I have my truth. And we all have our own reality and truth. Mm-hmm. And it just creates this sense of sovereignty. And so a lot of the work for me with people are helping them feel more sovereign in their truth and aligned with their like their true essence and so then then that what that does is it starts to radiate out and it can be felt by everyone around you Mm. it's the person who lights up a room and Mm. they they aren't even trying it's just that they're embodied and they're being their true essential self and that's magic yeah that's That's one of your programs soul embodiment i read on your paperwork yeah, because is that the flagship of your world or it is. I think soul embodiment and multi-dimensional medicine just mean there's so many dimensions of healing and medicine. And um soul embodiment is essential. A lot of people can talk about it and intellectualize it and they can meditate and disengage from society and you know do the like stuff or go astral travel, who knows? But what we need to do is be grounded on the planet, embodied. <clears throat> because that's what's most important right now. Then we don't lose our center. Uh, a storm might come, but we're going to still be that rooted tree, right? Mm-hmm. We're not going to get blown over by somebody else or something else. Mm-hmm. So it really is a lot around. Um, so the soul embodiment, is that the mentorship or is that something different? <clears throat> and that's just something that you do in the process. You get us in our bodies and conscious and is that, is that what it is? <clears throat> well, you mentioned how I don't find it again. It's like, it's like I factor uh, thing. So I'll tell you, I am playing this by heart. I'm making it up. <clears throat> excuse me, as I go along. Mm-hmm. The reason why I started the mentorship was because in one week's time, I had four people go. Do you ever think about teaching this? <laughs> and I was like, okay, spirit. And I had someone from out of town to write an email. I would really love to learn more from you. I'm like, okay. And then you know, as time goes on, someone's like, well you ever think about doing an online class for this so it's like when you are in alignment um your audience is waiting for you and so they they were kind of you know like you launch a program and no one nibbles it's just not the right time right so i've learned like the mentorship happened because people wanted it and and i learned a lot through it and there's more to come. There's, you know, workshops and mentorships and retreats. And uh, I'm, I'm ready to travel and go places. Mm-hmm. And, and yet there's so much uncertainty right now of what that looks like. So it is um, the mentorships, the one-on-one, you know, there's, I do a weekly thing called Auric Energetics, which is sort of like 
instead of going to get your car detailed, deep cleaning, you just go through the $5 car wash and it's remote. <laughs> I'm doing energy work in the quantum field. And um, I did a, a, a test drive with some of my clients and they felt a difference. They felt more grounded, more clear, their headaches were gone. So I'm like, okay, this really does work. And I'm not making it up. So I have every Thursday night, Oric Energetics. And then once a month, I have a thing called Starseed Collective. Oh, yeah. That's what I see on Facebook a lot. Yeah. What, what is that? And what, by the way, what does Starseed mean? What is that? That's a good question. Because I was journaling and it kept coming in my journaling. I'm like, I don't know what Starseed is. So this happened about three or four years ago. And I Googled it. <laughs> oh, perfect. We love Google. <laughs> because when you open up to receive, there's like a, a genius consciousness that where a lot of people, you'll see it like on social media, people are saying the same thing at the same time because they're, they're receiving the same Isn't information as I am. Yeah. Um, and so starseed just essentially means an old soul. Oh. And depending on what you believe as far as lifetimes, I believe we have, um, you know, our soul has many experiences. And so starseed just means that you have an evolved soul that that has a wisdom and an inherent knowing that you're not going to learn just with your mind here on the planet it's just this knowing and, and wisdom you have like you're here for a reason you have a mission it's often people who are referred to as light workers or um, healers or artists or singers uh, they're the the individuals who you know it's not to say star seeds can be accountants and business as well but it's just this um, old soul also star seed can mean that you know we all come from the stars depending on your religion <laughs> you know this is the thing I'm not religious I'm spiritual and I know that there is that's why I love going to, to South America is they speak about this so matter-of-factly and it's it's in caves on mountains of like this, just that cosmology or the cosmovision and that's what I learned about in the Maya cosmology and now in Peru, the, the Andes Cosmovision. I'm like, these cultures have been studying the stars and, and in connection with stars and planets. And there's so much more than just our planet, our humanity in one solar system of one galaxy of so many, right? So then we start to realize that there's all this universal energy that's flowing. And so what Starseed is essentially is people can come and, and talk woo-woo and it's okay. Do you, do you have to believe you're a starseed to come or you can come anyhow and just partake in starseed activities? <laughs> I mean, if you hear stuff like, oh, starseed, old soul, light worker, and something stirs in you, then mm -hmm. check it out. But if you're like, that doesn't sound like me, then then you're not going to check it out. And it, is that is that the best way? How, what's the best way for people besides watching this, this video series? Um, what's the best way for people to introduce themselves to you through Starseed or through one-on-one -on -one or just what they're called to if it's the mentorship or soul embodiment? What, what's the best way? You know, the best way is I, I offer like free 15-minute consultations. Oh. So they can email me at my, and I am working on my website. You did point out at the very beginning, you're like, uh, you don't even advertise. And I'm like, I know. I have had a very <laughs> full practice for, for, almost two decades and I don't have a website because I love that word of mouth. I love friends of family of colleagues of chiropractors and doctors and, and, and now I am, I'm getting out there. So I will have a website up this summer. 
Okay. In the meantime, people can email me at Corina Porterfield at gmail.com. And then I would suggest just a check-in like, Hey, I'm curious. And then if it feels right, cause I really want, I go with what feels in alignment. Then we do a one-on-one is the best way to go. And then from there you can experience, um, but if you're like, oh, I don't want to commit to that, but I'll check out this Oric Energetics thing, um, mm-hmm. you can email me too. Well, I love that there's so many different ways people can receive what you have to offer, which, you know, it's so unique. And because you go to another part of the planet to learn about these traditions and gather this information and experience the, the vibratory frequencies of that part of that, that historical place on the planet, I just think it's really lovely that people can have you. And to the website point, and you said it too, it's like, it is a global community now. And we're all connected. We're all friends. You know, there's plenty of doctors and chiropractors on the other side of the globe. So it's nice that we can begin to share this information and have it not be so remote that you have to like track down one person in one tiny part of the world to have access to it. So it's not your obligation, but since you have it, come on. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, I'm excited. That'll be KarinaPorterfield.com, right? Yeah. And they can always email you at KarinaPorterfield at gmail.com. Perfect. Uh, And they can always reach out to me if somehow they haven't found you. Like, I've got to talk to this woman. Yes. So, you know, a couple more questions here before we kind of you know, I could be on here for the next three hours just chit-chatting with you because, you know, I love you. But um, so do you have any stories you want to share about any clients in particular that really touched you since you've worked with them and they've had some transformation? Um, yeah. Is there anything that comes to mind? And I'm kind of putting you on the spot. We didn't talk. Are. About this, but. You know, I think for me, what... <laughs> What it is, is the before and after. And, and sometimes I think about, I should, not that I should, because you should never should yourself. But I think about taking pictures of, of clients before, like right when they come and then when they leave. Because it's remarkable when we carry these heavy energies or these stories or the unnecessary suffering. I mean, you, it, you can see it. You can just see it. And then once there's more flow of, you know, physically blood, lymph and chi and their energies flowing through the meridians and the, the energy centers and their aura is clear of all the cloudy, funky stuff that keeps them from seeing clearly or stuck emotions and other people's energy. It's so beautiful. Their, their eyes shine brighter. I swear, sometimes it looks like a, a facelift, like they look 10 years younger. And I saw this in Belize, like the first time I had spiritual healings, I was like, oh my God, like I saw myself in the mirror. I'm like, there you are. I was like, there you are. Like I hadn't seen myself in a long time because we start to accumulate the de- all the debris of all the stuff that's happening. So I, I, I think for me that there's no one in like particular thing, but in general, just seeing how people are more aligned with their truth. They uh, are feeling more empowered. Um, learning that, you know, you need to put your oxygen mask on first before assisting others and that that's not selfish. It's essential because we need to take care of ourselves first, then our family, friends, then, you know, the activist that's trying to save the, the forest or the ocean, but they aren't 
doing any of their work, mm. it's just never going to be enough. And they're going to constantly feel out of control. But if we can all come back to this place of sovereignty, that's how the collective consciousness rises together. Well, you know what? I love that you said that because I was going to ask you for a little bit of wisdom to share with people and something they could really take with them. And that is like an amazing message, you know, put the mask on yourself first and that we can have these great intentions, but if we're not coming to a process whole and healed at our highest vibratory frequency, then it'll, it'll be fragmented what we do. So that's a lovely nugget. Yes. Do you have another nugget since I... I do. I can feel like something here. wanting to push out. Okay. Is I think what I've found with a lot of my clients is they feel like, oh, now life's going to be easy. You know, like say you have a session and you're like, okay, I'm over that. And, and we, we crave the ease. We want the comfort. But really, we just need to know that the personality and the mind and the ego like comfort. The ego wants to keep you safe. The mind wants to talk you out of things that are a little like, mm-mm. So comfort is there. However, the soul wants challenges. The soul wants difficulties. And it will magnetically draw into your life people who will challenge you or situations. However, if we're grounded and centered, then we, it's like storms come and go. We just kind of weather the storm. What did we learn from that? And how do we move on? So the most important thing is like in the now, not remorse or regret about the past or projecting into the future a possible outcome that may never happen that's creating stress in the moment but just coming in the moment and going what is it that I can be aware of right now to be most aligned with my true self or my my heart soul or whatever and I have to ask myself that multiple times a day because I get caught up I get hijacked I get overwhelmed and it's important to just where am I in all this? Even when there's chaos all around, like what's my truth? What's my truth? I love that. And we all have one. We all have. And, and your truth is going to be different from moment to moment. My truth is different. And, you know, so I think one of the biggest things with my clients that I hear is um, that we matter and we're good enough and we're worthy and we don't have to look outside ourselves for other people to validate us. Mm-hmm. And when we know that deep within ourselves, it is the most liberating and freeing experience to know that it's like, I can't even put it into words that through that, knowing that you matter um, and being grounded and embodied with that, it's such a homecoming and it's our birthright. And then that radiates out and other people are like, I want what you got. They're like, what's going on with you? And you know, it's like, that's what we want to have instead of everybody having this doomsday we're all going to hell in a handbasket mentality, which is perpetuated by all the things in the, around us. It's like, wait, no, that's not true. And then we can honor other people's truths because everybody's truth is different. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can't wait till the next time we get together and dive into more the, the, the details of a lot of the wisdom that you have and the things you know. This was just a wonderful opportunity to get an overview of what makes you, you and all the fabulous wisdom and offerings that you have. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. And I I can't wait till the next time. Thank you. Love you.